Welcome to the October 24th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Podcast, where we cover the biggest stories of Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency every single day. This is your host, Space Marine, live from space. Going right into the market analysis, Bitcoin rose kind of slightly. It was like 6,400 last show, now it's like 6,430, 6,440. On Bitfinex, it's 6,600. That's about $160, maybe $170 above the global market average price. That's because Bitfinex is still having fiat deposit issues, so there's a premium to buy Bitcoin there. Because the harder it is to get fiat into an exchange, the higher Bitcoin's price will likely go, pretty much. And also, maybe there's like some customers speculating, oh, Bitfinex isn't working so good, so they're trying to get their Bitcoin out faster and, you know, using all their fiat for that. I don't want to speculate too much about that right now. Related to Bitfinex is Tether. Tether's really not finding parity. So Tether is the number one stable coin still with a market cap. It used to be like 2.8 billion. Now it's below 2 billion for the first time. It's 1.996 billion. I have not seen it below 2 billion in a very long time. It lost like 800 million dollars of market cap. And when we're talking about a stable coin, that's mostly because people redeem the stable coin for cash. So, but it did lose some prices at 98 and a half cents average. But I looked at Kraken. Kraken's at like 97 cents, and Kraken's one of the only places you can redeem Tether for actual U.S. dollars. So maybe the real price of this is like 97 cents or even lower because Kraken's volume is like a million dollars of volume on their USDT tether to USD trading pair. So I can only imagine what it would be if like there was a much bigger volume you're trying to sell. It might be lower than 97 cents. Not going to speculate too much on that either, but Tether's having a hard time finding parity. And this leads right into our first story. But first, I'll just say that the overall crypto market caps $210.5 billion. So it rose like a billion dollars since the last show, I believe, or maybe one and a half billion. And that's been led by a slight ripple rally and a pretty slight dash rally and some slight gains for other cryptos too. Like Ethereum and Bitcoin are up like almost half a percent or something. So right into our first story regarding stablecoins. So Coinbase has listed the USDC stablecoin. USDC means USD coin. It was originally founded by Circle and created by Circle and issued by Circle. And Circle is like another crypto exchange in the United States. I used to use it years ago. They were decent. I think they took away most of their crypto buying and selling functionality from normal people, though. I think big investors could buy in Circle, but not like normal people. You can't just buy like $20 or $100 or even $1,000 in Circle. you got to buy like a lot more and use their over-the-counter trading desk. But they used to be like geared towards the public, but I think a lot of people charged them back. They were accepting debit cards like years ago or credit cards even, and I think a lot of people charge them back and they quit that. Anyways, Coinbase is the largest crypto exchange in the United States. They're still fully functional, obviously. And up till now, they had Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum Classic, Litecoin, and ZeroX. And we just talked about ZeroX. ZeroX was added like maybe like a week or two ago, maybe only a week ago. So Coinbase announced like a few weeks before they added ZeroX that they were going to start adding all the major cryptocurrencies that are legal and popular, meaning like if any cryptocurrency is significant enough and worthy enough and also legal, they will add it over the next weeks and months and year or years or whatever. So they've added ZeroX after they announced that. And ZeroX was the first ERC-20 Ethereum token on Coinbase. And so there's a huge thirst on Coinbase because Coinbase is like the largest crypto exchange headquartered in the U.S. It's like the most well-known. It's the easiest to use probably in the United States. It works well with U.S. banks and it's really streamlined and smooth and easy to use besides some slight issues sometimes. But it's most for the most part reputable and easy to use. But there was only like six cryptos on there. 
And so there's a huge thirst to diversify for the people that use Coinbase. Like, people that use Coinbase, they usually go on there and they'll maybe take, like, you know, 1,000 or 10,000 and want to buy all the cryptos that they have. So, ZRX rallied, like, 50% when it was added to Coinbase. And I speculated that Coinbase was going to add some more ERC-20 tokens. And I was thinking more of, like, the major cryptos, because there's, like, several, maybe, like, 10 or 20 cryptocurrencies that are ERC-20 tokens that are pretty major. And... Yeah, the, all the ERC-20 tokens use the same backbone technology, so it's like a copy-and-paste job to add more of them to Coinbase, honestly. Besides, like, you know, having coins in the reserve. It's not copy-and-paste, but it's easy. It's the same backbone technology as 0x, all the ERC-20 tokens. Well, USD coin, USDC, is an ERC-20 token, and it's been added to Coinbase now. So this is a surprise, kind of. They just announced it. They announced it, and it was already listed. This is the seventh cryptocurrency added to Coinbase. It's exciting that they've added two cryptocurrencies in about, like, two weeks. That's pretty exciting stuff. Because every time a crypto gets added to Coinbase, it rallies. And I call this the Coinbase effect. Like, for example, it started with Bitcoin. Bitcoin was on Coinbase to start, and only Bitcoin. And then they started having Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum Classic, and then 0x. Each one of those rallied a lot, and the rallies sustained long term we talked about the binance bump where coins added to binance that's like a short-term pump and dump where it doesn't go up long term really on average but for coinbase it does go up long term on average because they're sustained buying from the coinbase users for any coin that gets added so you can't really measure a stable coin rally with the price because the price of a stable coin is supposed to be a dollar i think usd coins actually had like a dollar and one cents or a dollar and two cents just because of all the problems with tether so people are like moving their money fast from tether to the other stable coins other stable coins include PAX and Gemini Dollar and True USD, but Coinbase has teamed up with Circle. Now Coinbase is listed as a co-founder of USD Coin USDC. So, anyways, when Tether started having problems, the market cap of USD Coin. By the way, USD Coin only launched in late September, so up until like late September, the market cap was zero. But then it grew to like ten or fifteen million dollars for USDC, and then when Tether started having problems in the middle of October, uh. USDC's market cap went up to 30 million. And then I looked when I wrote the article, like the day, you know, that was only, maybe only a few hours after Coinbase announced it. USDC's market cap was already up to 62 million dollars, meaning there's 62 million USDC in circulation. So the Coinbase effect has struck again with USDC's market cap doubling in less than a day. And we'll see how that progresses. Tether, like I said, is not pegged to the dollar anymore. It's volatile and below one dollar. So USDC and the other stablecoins like Pax and Gemini Dollar and True USD have a real chance here to like compete with Tether eventually because Tether's market cap is dropping and dropping, but the other stablecoins are going up and up. So we'll see what happens with that. Now for our next story, and this is a very exciting story. So physical Bitcoin futures on backed. We've been talking about that and the difference between physical Bitcoin futures and the Bitcoin futures. Like there's already Bitcoin futures in Chicago and CME and CBOE, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and the Chicago Boards Options Exchange. But these are cash-settled futures, so that means they're not backed by Bitcoins. The traders don't receive Bitcoins when they settle them. And therefore, they don't affect Bitcoin's demand. In fact, they hurt it. Like, because people put their money into the futures contracts for Bitcoin in Chicago instead of buying actual Bitcoin. So that takes away demand from the Bitcoin spot market. And the Bitcoin spot market's what affects price. So anyways, these physical Bitcoin futures that are going to be unbacked. And, and by the way, the story is they're going to launch in December on December 12, 2018. So that's only like less than two months from now. It's like six weeks from now. We're going to have physical Bitcoin futures on Backed. And Backed is being created by an intercontinental exchange, ICE, 
which operates six clearinghouses and 12 stock exchanges worldwide, including the New York Stock Exchange, which is the biggest exchange in the world. So this is their first crypto exchange, and it's a really big deal, because like, they're the biggest exchange operator in the world, period, for like stocks and stuff, and futures, so... Yeah, and by the way, these futures are going to be directly listed on ICE Futures US, and the clearinghouse will be ICE Clear US. So this is like a pretty major move for Bitcoin. It's going to go on a major futures exchange and be physically settled, because if it's physically settled, it's backed by Bitcoins, and then they the contract settled the same day. So it's just a, kind of like an indirect way to buy Bitcoin, and because traders that buy the contract will get their Bitcoin in their account at 5 p.m. Eastern US time every day, and then they can use the Bitcoins as they want. So... Now, Bitcoin's going to be available for purchase on all the major stock trading platforms, starting at least with the New York Stock Exchange. Like, So it's on um, the ICE Futures US exchange, but it'll be... That's how it works, is if it's listed on one exchange, it's like regulated and certified and reputable. It'll be listed on all the other platforms, like TD Ameritrade, Fidelity. All those platforms will have it, that's what I mean. So it'll be listed on all the stock trading platforms, so... And stocks are a huge business, and there's tons of money on these platforms being traded. Like, the New York Stock Exchange has an $18.5 trillion market cap, and the other 60 major stock exchanges in the world have a market cap of USD $69 trillion. So there's, like, so many trillions of dollars in the stock market and futures markets and whatever. And if even a small fraction of this money is diversified into Bitcoin, it'll lead to the biggest Bitcoin rally in history because Bitcoin's market cap is only $112 billion. That's like $0.1 trillion versus $69 trillion in stocks. So it just takes a little bit of that uh, $69 trillion to go into Bitcoin to cause the biggest rally in history by far. So now all stock trading platforms pretty much are going to have Bitcoin via these backed physical Bitcoin futures. We've been talking about this like over and over. I, I believe when we started this show... That's what we were talking about most of the time, the backed. And now it's finally coming on December 12th. They said it was coming in November, but now they're really officially saying December 12th, and there's like a fully official specifications page. The contract size is one Bitcoin. The trading hours are from 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. So there's a couple of hours each day where the trading stops, like the normal stock market. But the normal stock market stops for like over 12 hours. It stops for only two hours. So that'll be interesting to see how that works and how it affects the Bitcoin market having a two-hour gap with probably maybe the biggest volume in the world for Bitcoin. I think it will be the biggest volume in the world on this backed physical futures exchange. And it'll affect the spot markets. Like, obviously, they're going to have to buy Bitcoin from the spot market somehow. Even if they use over-the-counter trading, which they probably will, at some point, the Bitcoin comes from the spot markets. So, yeah, it'll affect the spot markets. It'll increase the demand. It'll increase the price of Bitcoin. So this is huge news, and I think it's a really obvious thing like right now bitcoin's price is really steady like near six thousand below seven thousand i think it'll go way above that from this so this is just like a really obvious time to buy bitcoin i think because it'll probably go up a lot once these launch and probably within the weeks before the launch the rally will start from speculation i think so we have exciting times to look forward to in the bitcoin and crypto space now for our next story the wu-tang clan uh is launching ODB coin, which means Old Dirty Bastard, who's one of the members of the Wu-Tang Clan that died, unfortunately. And it's launching before the end of October 2018. Right now, it's already October 24th, so it's launching in, like, the next week. And so Old Dirty Bastard coin is being launched by Young Dirty. His name is, his real name is Barson Jones, but we're just going to call him Young Dirty because he's the son of Old Dirty Bastard. And... He says, it's a great way to connect with fans or reward them for their interest. I look forward to delivering even more music that would make Dad proud. So, he's doing this for his dad, in memory of his dad. 
And by the way, the other members of the Wu-Tang Clan are Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You God, and Master Killer. And Enter the Wu-Tang Clan is considered one of the greatest hip-hop albums in history. Four of their albums went gold and platinum. And they're the offers of that song, Cash Rules Everything Around Me. Cream, get the money, dollar dollar bills, yo. So that's really popular to this day on the streets. So yeah, Wu-Tang Clan's well known, and now there's, there's going to be a coin based on the Wu-Tang Clan. Interestingly enough, Old Dirty Bastard died in 2004, and that was four years before the Bitcoin white paper. So he's never heard of cryptocurrency, but he's going to have his own cryptocurrency. I'm sure he's going to be smiling down from heaven looking at his own cryptocurrency. So the point of ODB coin apparently is more like a merchandise thing. They're launching an initial coin offering for this. They called it like an initial artist offering, I believe, but it's really just an initial coin offering. Alt Market Exchange is the one facilitating it. The CEO of Alt Market Exchange says it's a commodity because it's like a t-shirt or something or like merchandise. And so he thinks the SEC's not going to do anything about it because it's a commodity. Well, the CFTC's actually been doing a lot to like companies too. But anyways, the SEC's been the one cracking down on ICOs. So he thinks the SEC won't do anything, but the SEC didn't say that. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully he doesn't get cracked down on because, yeah, that would ruin this coin. So, yeah, that's just speculation. But ICOs are really pretty much illegal in the U.S. unless you get SEC approval. But they're saying it's not an ICO, even though it is. So we'll see how that goes. Anyways, Alt Market Exchange is saying after the completion of this sale, they're going to have more artist-branded cryptos. Because basically what they're doing is they're slapping the logo and the brand of the artist, like this time it's Wu-Tang Clan, on a coin. And they expect people to buy it out of like collecting it, pretty much. And then Young Dirty is saying like people could bring it to a concert and buy tickets with it and get like cheaper deals or even like free tickets with their coins. Like if they just trade their coins for a ticket, they can get that for free. Or they could buy merchandise with it. So I think it's an interesting concept. And like there's been a lot of soccer teams in England and all across Europe, like and South America launching their own coins. And so this is like a similar concept. Basically, like if you're a popular like a sports team or an artist, like a musician and you slap your brand and your face and your logo on a cryptocurrency, it'll probably gain some market value, maybe even like $10 million or something, market cap. So it's easy enough to do that. Now for our final story of the day. Most of the stories today have been good, but this one's a little distressing. So there was a Bitcoin ATM launched in India, and this was the first Bitcoin ATM in India. And it was revealed on October 14th. There's some talk that maybe this was operating for six months already. But it was just revealed on October 14th. That's like 10 days ago. And now the police have totally raided it. The police seized the ATM. Two laptops, a mobile phone, three credit cards, five debit cards, a passport, five seals of the Uno Coin company. And Uno Coin is the exchange that is operating this ATM. And they also seized like $2,500 of Indian rupees out of the ATM. And so it's 2,500 USD Indian rupees. So like the equivalent. And they arrested the co-founder and chief technology officer of UnoCoin, Harish BV. And they said they're going to arrest more people over this. So I think the people working at UnoCoin that were directly responsible might be in danger here. And that's a real shame. Because the confusing thing about this is, yeah, banks cannot give cryptocurrency firms accounts in India. So there's no cryptocurrency company of any sort that has a bank in India anymore. And that was what the Reserve Bank of India said, which is the Central Bank of India. But... Bitcoin was not made illegal, nor any cryptocurrency is illegal there. And this Bitcoin ATM was a genius idea because you don't need a bank account for a Bitcoin ATM because it offers both buying and selling. So when people are buying Bitcoin, they put their money into the ATM. When people are selling the Bitcoin, they take the money out. And it just kind of works by its own. It doesn't need a bank account. But the police totally disagree. So 
The commissioner for the Bangalore police, Alak Kumar, says they didn't have a license from the Reserve Bank of India. Well, duh, the Reserve Bank of India wouldn't give any license. Nor the Securities and Exchange Board of India or any other agency. And they were running it without attaining a license once again. So, And then the police that actually did this raid warned citizens not to be enticed by the potential to make money on cryptocurrency. And this is really hilarious. Like, It's gone up like a thousand percent or something in like what? Like a year or a year and a half or something. So, like, yeah, it's gone up so much, and they're saying, don't be enticed by it, you know, don't put your money in it, you know, and that's not going to slide well with Indians, because, you know, the rupee's totally, like, pretty much approaching hyperinflation or something, or inflating badly, at least. So, the Indian economy's not doing that good, and here we have cryptocurrency doing good, and the government's saying, don't be enticed by it. But, you know, it's not illegal to use Bitcoin or crypto in India in any way, it's just you can't have a bank account. So, peer-to-peer trading in India is totally proliferating and flourishing and so there's no lack of cryptocurrency in india in fact i used to be a bitcoin dealer in america and i kind of got banned here to be a bitcoin dealer but interestingly enough in india it's probably like really flourishing that business like if you're a bitcoin dealer in india you're probably doing really good right now because the peer-to-peer training networks are what's really driving india's market for crypto right now it's kind of a shame they can't be in the bitcoin atm market because bitcoin atms are exponentially growing worldwide there's 3905 bitcoin atms in the world exponentially growing like i said and that's a really good way to make cryptocurrency a real currency but if you have bitcoin dealers it could be just as real of a currency i mean that's all it was in the u.s for a while there was a coinbase and circle which were kind of hard to use for some people and then there was bitcoin dealers so i mean bitcoin dealers could actually run the crypto economy and that's what's going on in india that's all we have for you today on this october 24 2018 edition of the bitcoinnews.com daily podcast come back tomorrow for another exciting episode And go to BitcoinNews.com 24-7 for the full spectrum of Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency analysis. This is your host, Space Marine, signing out, going to Mercury tonight. I haven't been there yet. Adios, amigos.